Welcome to today's devotion on life this side of heaven. The Word of God from John chapter 4, verse 42. We know that this man really is the Savior of the world. It's Theme Thursday, and we're taking a look at the Apostles' Creed. I believe in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord. Jesus is his personal name. It's a popular name, and like Joshua, it means the Lord saves. In fact, it's the name that the angel told Joseph it would be, and it fits him well. In Matthew, we hear, She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. Christ, however, is not his surname. It's a title. And just like the Hebrew word Messiah, it means the anointed. Anointing was the way prophets, priests, and kings were set apart for special work, much the way a, a king is crowned. In Jesus' case, he was anointed with the Holy Spirit to fill all three of those roles as prophet, priest, and king. As we hear in Acts, God anointed Jesus of Nazareth with the Holy Spirit and power. So when Jesus was born, the angel announced to the shepherds, For there is born to you this day in the city of David a Savior who is Christ the Lord. But what does it mean when you and I say in the creed, I believe in Jesus Christ? It means a lot more than simply believing that he exists. From time to time, you hear about someone questioning Jesus' historical existence. In fact, you may have heard the old question, Okay, if Jesus really did live, how come his name isn't mentioned in any other source from that time outside of the Bible? Well, the problem doesn't rest with the answer, but with the question. He is mentioned, and in numerous places. The Roman historian Tacitus and Suetonius both refer to Jesus in their writings. So does Pliny the Younger, a Roman author and magistrate from that time. He also appears in the writings of the Jewish historian Josephus and in the rabbinical traditions. In fact, the indictment against Jesus in the Talmud is particularly interesting, as Dr. Paul L. Meyer points out in his books. Other than sensational articles in the paper that editors like to run at Christmas to shake up Christians, or fringe writers trying to sell a few books, there is no question as to the historical existence of Jesus of Nazareth. So that part's not faith. That's simply historical fact. When you and I say we believe in Jesus, we're saying that we know and trust in Jesus Christ as our only Savior from sin, death, and the devil. And we believe that through faith, he has given us forgiveness of sins and eternal life. As we hear in the Gospel of John, this is eternal life, that they may know you, the only true God, and Jesus Christ whom you have sent. In Scripture, we get to hear the history and details of Jesus' life, his suffering, his death on the cross, and his resurrection. And we're blessed that it was recorded in the four Gospels of Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's like holding up a gemstone to the light and having an opportunity to see it shine from different angles. But more than simply an account of history, the Gospels reveal that Jesus lived a perfect life for you. He kept the commandments fully where you and I have failed. He did that for us so that he could offer his life as the perfect payment for your sins. As Paul tells us in Romans, he was delivered over to death for our sins and was raised to life for our justification. Jesus did all that in love for you. In John's gospel we hear, For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only Son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish, but have eternal life. By faith 
we rejoice in this profound and personal gift. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, thank you that you have so loved me that you have given your one and only Son, that by believing in him I shall not perish, but have eternal life. Amen. Thank you for joining us. If you're listening to us by podcast or on Alexa, we invite you to browse the resources that are available on our site at lifethissideofheaven.org. God bless you and have a great day.